It's time for the Little Fat Podcast. <coughs> you know those those weak little symbols would be better if they were gongs or bells. No, it's a harmonic vibration. They're the best. Anyway. Still continuing the festivities of the holidays. Yeah, so much cheese and meat. What the heck? Of course, maybe this might come out uh, come out during Christmas, eh? Shit, is it two weeks? Could be. I'm going to try, try not to swear so much. Um, yeah, it might be. Or it could be earlier. So, as I told you before, I've been watching a lot of Dave Chappelle. Okay. I like his earlier stuff better than his later stuff. But in the later stuff, he... Um, kind of turned me on to this book called Pimp, so I thought I'd read it. Okay. And as I was telling you before we got started recording, it seems very much like it's supposed to be some kind of, a lot of a lot of people, uh, intellectual and not so intellectual, would kind of take it on and make it, and, 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 and decide or, 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 or believe or even kind of conclude that that book is really just kind of an illustration of life in the life. Is that why, is, is this book pretty popular? I think it's popular enough. Yeah. I think somebody just bought the rights to that book to try and make it into a movie. It's an old book, though. What's the book about? It's about this guy who's a pimp. Well, yeah. He's just, it's an autobi- It's an autobiography of this guy. Who's his a life. Pimp. Yeah. It's just kind of, kind of going through the high points of his life. It's pretty short. I was getting into it, looking for some pointers on how to how to turn a person, but you know, there was you mean no... turn a person to turn tricks for you? Well, it's not that I want to be a pimp, but I think I think a lot of people will uh, <laughs> will kind of see a see a parallel into because the more I think about stuff, the more I think that this whole thing is a sham. The game of society, the here game of go. life. Here we go. You're either you're either controlled or controlled opposition. So, Man, so everybody everybody out there is just kind of shaking their butts, humping it for the man. But the man isn't a real person. <laughs> so what? Like everything's a game? Is that the is that the is that the what the book says? No, it's a head game. The book basically kind of tells of this guy's adventures trying to become a pimp. Okay. And, you know, basically he started when he was in his late teens and, you know, did three, 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 uh, three bits in, in, in prison, um, close to the end of his life when he was in his like late thirties, early forties, he kind of got out of it because he was super old for the pimp game because it's, it's, it's being a pimp is just a giant mind game. Did you say his forties? Yeah. So he didn't live that long. He lived a decent time. He just quit being a pimp and went uh, went square, as he says, and you know wrote books and got married and all that junk. Wow! But it's 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 all a it's all a big head game. I think I think I think society is all a big head game, just like in the book. And all these people that we think are our leaders and our betters and stuff, they just bottom bitches. <laughs> For the real pimp. Uh. <clears throat> So here's the pimp. The devil. Oh. 
in my in my you know in my little little thing of rendition of, of society because look nothing changes you know you, you you watch or you listen to quote unquote conservative radio and you see all these people in the halls of power they're not changing anything progressives aren't progressing anything and conservatives aren't conserving anything except for their own power And everybody and all the pundits are being getting upset at like Mitch McConnell because you know he gave, he let them raise the debt ceiling again. Oh no! And I was like, <laughs> and I, you know I'm just sitting there going, uh huh. I can't believe it. Well, no, I'm just I'm. It's it's rather insidious, and I'm wondering if there's any there's there's nothing you can change. I think we're I think we're we're really geared towards being highly corrupt because we are pathetically corruptible. You know the only people who are idealistic and want to make change and want to do all that stuff? They're they're they got they're powerless and poor. Well this runs contrary to all the religious teachings, what you're saying. Well, the religious teachings might be true, but they're administered by people. Mm-hmm. Now these people that are administering these religions, they are outrageously wealthy. And outrageously corrupt in my book. All the all the religious leaders. I am very comfortable saying yes. That no matter what religion. Yeah. I'm pretty comfortable in my in my assessment. I have difficulty with that. And that's that's your issue. You don't have to believe what I say. You're talking about the administrators, right? Yeah. You're not talking about like the dupes? The, the monks or the priests or the... You're talking about the the higher-ups. The higher-ups come from that. That class. I guess in order to get higher up, you need to start, like, you know, kissing some butt. Getting your lips dirty with some feces. No. But, you know, this whole... This whole yeah, dude. Totally. I'm very comfortable saying that, that they all are. No. Fine, they're not, but... That's, then why? That's just a difference of opinion. Yeah, it is. Then why what? Why do we even have all these teachings on morality in every religion then? This is like, you know... Be compassionate. Don't steal. Are those people compassionate and don't, don't steal? Lie. Don't Do they not slander. lie? That's to keep us in line. It's the truth. Well, I think if you have a... I think if you don't... I don't know that corrupt people are happy. Well, that's a whole different conversation. Yeah. I'm not saying that these religious teachings, that these uh, core philosophies, you know, these admonitions, don't steal, don't cheat, don't lie. I'm not saying they're wrong. I, I believe those are the truth. But they're also things to very much like the Democratic Party's um, platform on, on the environment. It seems really, really convenient that it just so happens that those philosophies 
And I'm talking about the Democratic Party's philosophies now, you know, like with, with climate change and this and all that, mm-hmm. that they happen to dovetail so conveniently, so effortlessly into their preferred mechanisms. We need to go solar and wind and get rid of fossil fuels. Okay. It doesn't matter that even if you went full bore 100% solar and wind, you couldn't create enough energy to keep the system going. Well, this is this is the difficulty with it. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really add up. But it adds up for them. They're not they're not going wind solar. I mean, they still have to power their shit though. They power their stuff. With watch. With gas. With oil. <laughs> but if, if if their policies were implemented, like let's say tomorrow they like got rid of what they say they want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, get rid of coal, get rid of nuclear, get rid of yeah, all these things that are quite bad, then there wouldn't be enough power for anybody. No, there'd be power for them. Cause they're not on that grid. Everybody else, well, you're shit out of luck. Y'all gonna die. Y'all gonna, or actually, if you're lucky, you're gonna die. If you're hanging on, then you're gonna be sitting there wishing you were dead because nothing works. And then their statements like, oh, well, you know, you just need to do a little bit more. You just need to do a little bit more. While they're sitting there in their air conditioned house, flying around in their private planes, Enjoying life, eating their wagyu steaks. What is a wagyu steak? It's, it's uh, a tasty beef, right? It's a it's a kind of beef, but it's just really fatty. So it's basically the the Japanese cows that are massaged and fed with beer and made all real fat. And... <laughs> I don't know why that just has a. I have a funny image of a cow being massaged. Yeah, considering cows are cows are slower. Yeah, but they're going to get killed. They're getting killed too. So. <sighs> All the stuff is really designed to keep us in line, which is the whole thing about being a pimp, right? You want to keep your stable of whores in line. Using any kind of mind game necessary. Dude, you just came full circle back to pimping. Hey. <laughs> I, I am a I'm a pseudo-intellectual. It's hard out there for a pimp. Okay, Mr. Hustle and Flow. <clears throat> but it, it, it fits. It's it's and I like it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's cool. But it's not like you can go to something else. It's not like you can go to a different reservation or like, I'm not going to play this game. Come out. Because if you do, then what's going to happen? Well, they're either going to like herd you up and beat it out of you. Right. Or they're going to be like, yes, let's let's go over here. And since you need someone to administer, you don't know anything about control- running a state. So you need us to like, you know, pick up the garbage and street killing the streets and all that stuff. And then boom, all over again. I mean, think about it. The Khmer Rouge. In Cambodia, what is it? Killed like two million out of seven million people. A lot. They're still, they still, they still haven't recovered from that. You know, they got, they got people that are judges. Okay, this is like 10, 15 years ago that I read this, but they got people that are judges that have no idea what laws are because they killed all the lawyers and the judges and the cops and the teachers and whatnot. But, you know, so who's paying for it? The people of Cambodia. What are the Khmer Rouge doing? They're in Parliament. 
East Germany, right? I mean, I, I, I enjoy watching a lot of, a lot of shows, international shows. Um, one thing that I've been watching lately is this, is this series that has been adapted to various countries. Um, it's got your, it's got your guy in it with, uh, Kit Harrington. So it's basically criminal is the title of it. It's a Netflix show. Okay. And it's, it's basically an, a one hour, uh, one hour episodes. And it started in, in England. It, it's, it's one hour shows is basically in the interrogation room from, of the police. Really? Yeah. So it's really easy. You don't, the sets look exactly the same because they got criminal Spain, France, and Germany. I've watched all, I've watched Spain, France, and Germany. Watch, they're all different series. Yeah, but they're only like three episodes, so it's easy. It's not like trying to watch an episode that's got four seasons in it, mm-hmm. or a show that's got four seasons in it, because, you know, I'm just like, Ugh. Too many. Well, for me and Netflix have got a weird relationship. I really don't like anything that's on it, and I can't. I can't finish a show where I, I. I started the other day. I started three movies to get to one that I'm like, okay, I watched to the end, mm-hmm. and I still haven't watched it to the end. I still got like a half hour left. I like bad shows, so. Um, but East Germany, perfect example. the The wall came down, and all these poor East Germans. They were. I think a lot of them are still probably. You know, having a hard time. Heck, I think I read a, I read, I read or saw something about this this German porn star, who is, well, she's probably not doing any stuff anymore because this is like fifteen years ago or ten years ago. She's nasty, dude. I mean, she would she'll do anything. <laughs> That's old porn stars, man. But she was from East Germany. And she's making. That's the only way she's making money. All of her, all of her friends, all of her family, just dirt poor, no jobs, nothing. Because uh-huh. wall came down. Communism left. They're like, well, what do we do? We, we're not trying to do anything. I don't know if they are or aren't. Well, in communism, like, you're kind of trying to do, like, one small thing, right? I mean... No, in communism, you're trying to just shut up. And be, and be, and be fodder for the state. Right. In my, in my opinion. Yeah. Because, you know... So the communists, the ex-communists don't, don't generally do well, probably in a capitalist regime then oh sure they do look at Angela Merkel <sighs> well she's a politician I, but I didn't realize that she was a communist well she's was from East Germany yeah I didn't know that and she made it to the halls of power so I'm like she's she wasn't like some some factory worker chick see I just I, just, I don't know why I never made that Connection that she was an that was she was from East Germany. I mean, she seems too young. She's not that young, dude. Yeah. East Germany came down when we were like in our teens. Yeah. She's at least ten years older than us. Yeah. Maybe twenty. So you know. So was she like? What did she? I know nothing about her history. I'm I am I am basically filling in the blanks. Right. You know, I've 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 come I've come midway. So you're in- assuming that she was. Somebody. I, I'm assuming she was either Germany. she was either somebody or she was related to somebody because there's no way. We're gonna have to research this. I mean, look at look at look at the Vietnamese in America, the refugees, quote unquote, right? Right. And how I remember this was this was like early 2000s when uh when I was talking to somebody, and he was like he was like, well, they really they really did they came to America and they turned everything around. You know, they came out here with refugees with nothing. I was like, well, hold on, bud. 
they yeah they came here as refugees with nothing but the people that are in politics that are Vietnamese now yeah. in America they either were or are related to people that ran Vietnam yeah so they know a little bit about it they know a little bit about the game yeah yeah you know and and okay so like like but you know they came here on boats like the only way they could get on the boats was to give up the gold or the money or whatever had friends of the CIA had friends in the in the yeah, American the forces didn't get out of Vietnam well most of them didn't probably if you were truly poor and had nothing to do now this was you know the fall of Vietnam this was a time when when the communists wanted to kill somebody oh you 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 wash you wash clothes for American soldiers well you're gonna have to die because you're a capitalist pig right so yeah okay there were poor people that came over but a lot of people that that got a spot on those boats had something yeah to give to get on that boat right the ones that are wasting away in refugee camps in Thailand, there's there's still some. There are people to this day that have nothing that are sit, sitting there in refugee camps in various places. Yeah, those were people that got out, but they they had no they had no connection to the government. There's not still refugee camps. Yeah. Really? A couple of years ago, some I saw something about some guy who was able to get out of one and got into Canada. Okay. A couple of years ago. What? The fall of Saigon was in 1975. He was in a camp all this time? He was in a refugee camp, yeah. How the hell does a refugee camp survive for 30 years? 40, 50 years. That's just... That's people throw th- People throw money at them. <laughs> the people in power take advantage of... <clears throat> Of human instincts and human desires to give charity to help other people. They take advantage of our of the better parts of our nature for their own deceitful, sinful ends. So they're taking a well that was like piece of stuff. That was like that was like what, fifteen it was a long time ago. And Angelina Jolie was 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 like some UN ambassador. Which, I remember this. And she was talking about how we need to give more money to Kenya, this big kleptocracy. And and the interviewer was like, "Well, they they give they give they give tons of money out there. The government, the people, in the government take it. It's like, well, you need to give more. It's not like they can take it all." I'm like, Angelina, you're stupid. You know, just because you're famous and on TV or just because you're famous don't mean that you got, you know. Dude, that, that reminds me of that line in Star Wars where, where, where Luke's like, you know, she's got more money than she can give you more money than you can imagine. And he's like, Han Solo's like, I don't know, kid. I can imagine quite a bit. I don't see how that's anything like that. I don't know. Well, it, it's, it's just an illustration of greed to me. Right. Greed is unending. <clears throat> Funnily enough, anger is not, in my opinion. What do you mean, unending? You mean it's not unending? Anger? Yeah. You can only get so angry. And then what happens? After a while, it just, well, in me, it just peters out. Really? Yeah, I get super mad at stuff, and a couple of minutes later, I'm like, yeah, okay. I never really thought about where anger goes. I feel like it just stays with you all the time. It can, if you, if you, if that's the way you want to live your life, that's the way you want to 
Well, if that's the way you live your life, I think, yes, it can. But I've never been an adherent to that philosophy. Well, they say that, like, if you're angry all the time, it affects your health. It sure does. Or like, just like if you're stressed. But that's why, that, that's what led me to kind of, kind of think about the, this is a, this is something that we've talked about before, but like, can you, can you really be good at everything? You know, this whole idea, like there's a difference, right? Especially, especially I'll, I'll use a military thing because that's just kind of on my mind. But like, they always say like the combat officer is different from the administrative officer, like a, somebody who, somebody who will rise up through the ranks during peacetime, not somebody who's going to rise up through the ranks during wartime. Yeah. And vice versa, like a really good combat officer would probably just have a hell of a time during peace. Because if it was really about what you could do, I believe Patton would have been the Supreme Allied Commander. But he was not. Well, Patton was very, what's the word? Troublesome. But instead, who becomes the Supreme Allied Commander? Some guy who'd never commanded troops in the field. I, uh, MacArthur's big put down on Eisenhower was he's the best clerk I've ever had. The best clerk. Well, when, I, when Eisenhower was a major, MacArthur was he was he was MacArthur's aide in the Philippines. That's why that's why MacArthur always wore that that hat that he wore. It was it was a, it was a, it was the cover for like a, a Filipino general. Right. I think. And then they fled the Philippines. Yes, and he got a Medal of Honor for that, which is kind of funny. Did they go back? Yeah. They well, fled and then they went back. Well, they fled. MacArthur had to leave because the Japanese were taking over and then, and then MacArthur came back. But at that point, MacArthur was down in the, in the Pacific and Eisenhower was in Europe and he was like the Supreme Allied Commander. Am I knocking Eisenhower? I'm not knocking either one of them, quite frankly, you know, because I ain't got nothing to show for anything. So if you want to, if you want to sit there and do the favored argumentative technique of, well, what have you done? I ain't done nothing. <laughs> So, you know, I admit it, I don't care. I just feel sorry for all the people in the Philippines. Uh, yeah, they had a tough time of it. When we left. But, um, where was I going? Oh, yeah, so that, like, this, this whole thing, like, of, of, you know, uh, of your abilities and stuff kind of taking you where you, where you need to go, I think that only counts when stuff is tough. When stuff is easy, like for the last, in America for the last 70 years or so. Mm -hmm. What have we accomplished? I don't really know. Well, if you're in the military the last 70 years, what you've accomplished is a whole lot of losing. Oh, America went to the moon. Did we, though? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stupid conspiracy theorists. Even even the people that, that that throw those out, I think they're I think they're controlled too. Well, the conspiracy theories mm -hmm. to do what to keep people distracted? Well, to keep us giggling. And as the as 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 said in the book, Pip, it's good when whores are giggling because that means they're still asleep. <laughs> really, that's what he says. Because if, like, if they knew what was really going on, they'd be unhappy. If they knew what was really going on, they'd just leave. Yeah. 
I'm probably not going to read this book. Oh, it's 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 an easy, fun little read, but uh, you don't have to. But yeah, I mean, look, our whole system is basically a bunch of bottom bitches keeping us regular bitches down. So what do you... You have to, like, well, revolt. Well, even if you did... This is, this is where I was thinking. Even if you did, the way we are wouldn't change anything. Or the, the best just become a pimp, you meant? No, no. The best, the, best, uh, the best illustration of my idea is The Matrix. What was it, like the third one? Where, it, where you find out, basically, The Matrix just kind of renews itself every 50 or so years. Yeah, I think that's the third one. Right? So you have, you have the people that are in it. You have the people that are fighting against it. They're all controlled by it. And what they do is they just redo it every 50 years because by then things get to a point where, oh, we got to start all over. So, you know, the the natives are getting restless and unhappy. So we got to start all over. And then it just kind of builds up. And then after 50 years, you just kind of. Dude, I lost track of what was happening in the Matrix after about halfway through the second one. I never really cared. Uh, oddly enough, they're coming up with another one. But so that's the thing. So, you know, you just kind of we just kind of redo right? Things kind of happen, things kind of happen, things kind of happen, then you redo, everything's down to crap, you start building up again, building up again, building up again, get to a certain point, gotta redo it. I mean, that's, uh, I think a lot of the, a lot of the, a lot of the conspiracy uh, shows even say that with like the, uh, the bank gangsters, the money, the money, the money gangsters. You know, you have to have like a big war or something to just kind of like make everything forget, start back from zero and just kind of keep it up so that they're still on top and everybody else is still, you know, humping their butts off trying to get a get a chunk. What? Uh, it, just, it just sounds awful. I, it can be. I mean, what's the point? The point is something you're going to have to figure out for yourself on your own that works for you. That's the real answer. Yeah, but if everybody is just, if we're all bottom, if we're all bottom bitches. No, we're not. We're not. The the bottom bitches are the people that are in power. Oh, well, if we're, what are we then? We're the basic bitches. What's the difference between a bottom bitch and a basic bitch? Well, the, the bottom <laughs> bitch is the one that is your, is your top whore. Right. That's the one that kind of runs things for the pimp. Right. Without a bottom bitch, the pimp can't really do anything. The bottom bitch keeps everybody else in line, collects money, administers the stuff. So they're like the uh, in the in the in the Nazi concentration camps. They're like the Jews that said, "Okay, we'll be guards to get a better to get an easier life," hoping that you know they can outlast, right? Not die so quickly. Mm-hmm. And okay, you know it might be it might be kind of kind of wrong to say this, but basically everyone that's got a power position, whether in government or industry, they're all bottom bitches. <laughs> and all of us who are trying to, anybody who's trying to get that, you're really just aspiring to be a bottom bitch. There you have it, man. Was that too heavy? Uh, it's just a crazy, crazy idea. Well, it, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it is or has to be true, but it's a, it's, I think it's a compelling argument. <laughs> and, and so, do you think, 
people reading this book had this idea? I think some people do. Yeah. I did. You did. But I'm like, you know. You, got, you were just weird, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pseudo, I'm a pseudo intellectual. Quasi intellectual. Or as intellectual as a person can hope to be. <laughs> or thinks that a person can be. But you're not, you seem too practical to be an intellectual. Well, then. When you're about getting stuff done. I mean, I had so many intellectuals that don't, I mean, they just, they're, they're philosophize about doing stuff, but then, then they come into contact with someone who's a doer. And then the doer takes that philosophy and twists it and does a whole lot of stuff with it. Oh, you're talking about uh, Lenin versus Stalin? Uh, I'm just talking about... the Or Mao? I'm talking about the difference between an intellectual and somebody who takes that philosophy and... Or Chairman Mao versus, I don't know, Sun Yat-sen, Deng Xiaoping. Okay. What? Well, no, I wasn't... Dude, my, my analysis had not gotten to the point of thinking of real examples in history. And that's another problem with our younger generation. They don't, they don't have enough of, enough of an understanding of history. Or they don't even know enough. But A, they don't know enough, they don't have a good enough understanding because they're young. So you're just saying history repeats? No, I don't know that it necessarily does. I mean, you know, I just thought it was kind of well, funny. it's like the Matrix. Okay, yeah. In that sense, yes. Yes. It goes up, 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 down. Well, it has up, to go up, down. Up, it has down. it has to go down to start because it's not... It's What we've got is artificial. So it's not like this thing <clears throat> where it's a continual improvement. Can't. So you're saying it's stuff circular then? Well, it... As opposed to a progression. The reason why society has got to a point where it has to be, in your mind, circular, or in your, to turn your phrase, to use your phrase, circular, is because there is a certain proclivity among humans to want to take advantage of another human. And, you know, to be on top. And so, instead of trying to live your life, I don't know, whatever, right? You can't progress because there's always people trying to take advantage. There's always people trying to be the pimp when really the best they can do is be the bottom bitch. And that's fine with them because that's a position of power and a little bit more ease, maybe. Um, maybe they don't have to hump as much, I don't know. But... <clears throat> The reason why it has to get to a certain point, they're going to break it all down and start all over again, is because the thing will the thing will implode anyway. So better to better to have a soft imploding pressure relief valve, so it doesn't explode and you get caught up. And when I say you, I mean the people that are quote unquote in charge. Yeah. When actually someone else is in charge, and okay, yeah, fine. I believe in I believe in Satan. I don't think that's any. I don't think that's any. Um, any worse than someone believing that you know, if you you can have, you can have a, a state of being where there is no there is no money, there are no countries, and everybody is just you know working to, for the betterment of themselves. You know, you think you think that I'm funny for believing that. I think you're funny for believing what you believe if that's what you believe. <laughs> yeah, watch out though. What? I don't like talking about Satan. Okay. Well, I don't like Satan. Well, that's smart. I don't think he likes me either. 
Oh no, he loves you. That's the thing. Satan loves all of us. He loves to make us hurt. He loves to separate us from God. Through suffering? Well, no, because you can get closer to God through suffering, too. I know. But no, he just wants you to be separated from God. Oh, through, yeah, through the other stuff. Through any means necessary. If suffering will get get you there, no. then suffering will, is what he'll use. If money is what get, what'll get you there, then money is what he'll use. If drugs are what get you there, then drugs is what he'll use. Whatever he needs to use to get you to where he wants, he'll use. And, and he's a bazillion times smarter than you. So there's no way that you're going to sit there and outsmart the devil. So, but where is he? The... What do you mean, where is he? He's not here. Sure he is. He's not around. Sure he is. I mean, but he doesn't exist in, this, in the corporal realm. Why not? I don't know. Sure he does. He's I got to think of him being somewhere else. He's got his bottom bitches doing his bidding. Like in his little, uh, you know, his little basement. Maybe. Whatever. Hell. But, um, yeah, I didn't mean for this to be a weird pseudo-religious I like it when I like weird pseudo religious. That's like all the TV that I watch. But you know, I just watched a pseudo religious series that was all about Satan. But that's that's what that's what communism is, and he, and even the people are like, oh, that's a that's a secular religion. I live in I believe in freedom and free speech. You believe in that like it's a religion. Those people don't believe in freedom and free speech. The people that say that they do. It's really hard because there are people... Well, actually, some people do, but but then the people on the left that talk about freedom and free speech... Well, the people on the right don't. don't either. Really? Yeah. Which people are you talking about? You're talking about activists? You're talking about rank and file people? Uh, yeah, you're talking about people in the, in the halls of power? You're talking about, like, bottom bitch 10th class or bottom bitch 1st class? I mean, I don't... What, what you're talking about? Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, see. But no. Yeah. Generally... Generally, the people that uh, that um, don't have a secular religion, that have like a religious religion, yeah, they're just like, they're just like, look, I just want to be able to keep my family fed, do all this, blah blah blah, put a roof over my head, and 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 everybody's like, those are good people. You know what? Devil's right in there, using you to have his way. Why do so many people hate cops? Is it because cops are bad? No. Do they do bad shit? Some people do. And when they do and when they do their bad stuff, what do they say? I'm just trying to feed my family. I remember seeing this one thing in Canada about about something where they were trying to tear down um uh like a nest of endangered eagles or something to put up some kind of windmill. And the city council or whatever decided to do it on a certain day, like like the folks tried to I'm butchering the story. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But the, the the gist of it was, is you know there was a there was a there was an activist trying to keep that from happening, and from the the, the eagles getting messed up. Yeah, and so the government wanted it to happen, and they had these this crew come in and tear it down, and uh, you know this the woman the the activist trying to stop it was like filming it, and you know what the answer was from the guy that was doing it. 
No. I'm just trying to feed my family. And that's what we do, right? We sit there and, try and, and use a rationalization that no one can blame. Yeah. To, to make it easier for us to do really wrong things. I don't think that every, every, everybody in the, in the Khmer Rouge was like some psychopathic killer or a sociopathic killer. Even, even, the, uh, even, the, even the stuff that was going on in the former Yugoslavia. Or, you know, in the fort in the thirties and forties, I try to stay away from the Nazis because that's just too easy. Now, you know, were all these people in the uh, in the in the uh, in the Yugoslavian Civil War were they all evil people? I don't know, but they sure did line up real fast to rape and pillage, rape and pillage and murder. Yeah. Uh, internment camps in the United States for the Japanese. A whole lot of that going on in the 40s. People what, just taking shit. So there were some, there were some, look, there were some people that, that, that turned over their property to a friend mm -hmm. and those friends kept that, kept that stuff for them to come back. And there, other people that said... There, and there are probably just as many, if not more, stores going, cha-ching, I just got some free stuff. Yeah. Now, what's the difference between those, between the person that, that, did, that did right by their friends, the fidelity? I don't know why I wanted, I don't know why I wanted to say fidelity. Probably because it just, you know, sounds really close to Fidelis. It's a good word. But... <clears throat> You know, there are plenty of people that, that took advantage and took and took their friend's stuff. I mean, these weren't strangers either. They were, these were their friends. Yeah. These were people they had known for years or maybe, you know, they'd worked for. Whatever. But, you know, they're like, oh, and I can get some free stuff. So, boom. Nope, oh, that's mine. Heard a story about some guy years ago who was a bow hunting in uh, West Virginia. Got himself a buck. Tracked it, got to the kill. There was a bow sticking out of the carcass, and these two guys with rifles, like, no, this is ours. We shot it. And what are you gonna do? They got rifles. You got an arrow. Yeah. So you know, and these are these are people you don't know, and you know those 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 are stories that abound. And I bet those people's families think they're good people. Those people's friends think they're good people. I don't know how good of a person is when they will sit there and do that to somebody else. But can you, can you fault them? Sure. Even when they say, oh, I'm just trying to feed my family. Fuck your family. That's an excuse. That's a lie. What about my family? Again, that's an excuse. That's a lie. So, you know, yeah, there are, there are, these, there are these teachings and these laws trying to keep society together to keep us from doing that, stealing each other's stuff. Because, you know, if it, if it devolves into something like that, life becomes incredibly hard. And the people in power, the bottom bitches, if you will, they don't want life to be that hard because now they ain't got nothing either. I feel like that 
I've basically, I don't take any drugs, but I feel like if I had taken a bunch of drugs, this is what I would be sounding like. (laughs) That's the funny thing. There's no drugs on this podcast. Can you imagine? If there was drugs, I think it would, I don't know. I don't even know what it would be. I think it'd probably just be quiet. Just quiet with a bunch of giggling and laughing. Speaking of drugs, I was doing a jog the other day. I told you about it, and I saw some kid smoking something. And I thought I thought he was smoking a cigarette before he went to school. I was like, God, that guy's bold. <laughs> and I got closer and closer, and I passed through his, his, his smoke, his pot. I got through his pot wash, and I was all like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, a, you have a pot problem, man. Thank goodness I don't have that. Thank God. Well, it might be Christmas, so... Or very close to it. Or very close to it, so um, it wasn't a very Christmassy episode, but... Well, it is now. So we can say Merry Christmas. Peace to peace to peace, peace for all and goodwill towards men. Now it's Christmassy. Woohoo! Maybe I'll try and find a Christmas jingle. Are we done? I think we were done about 20 minutes ago. And if you're still with us, we appreciate it. You get a prize. <laughs>